Hello, everyone, and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. I am apologetic again because I have not been on my schedule, but if you listen to my last podcast, you see my life has been in turmoil, but everything is good. I am making it. My siblings are making it, and we're getting through, but you guys, you know, I was thinking because my siblings have been amazing. There has not been one argument. And my parents left in July and it was a lot of things. They had two places that we had to clean out and it was a lot. It was a lot. And all six of my brothers and sisters because I have three brothers and three sisters, not one argument. And then they start saying, like my nephew spoke at the funeral, and he said that he believed that my grandparents' legacy was love. That is what he said. So my parents, their legacy is love. And it turned out that During the process of them leaving this earth and the funeral, a lot of people made mends of their relationships. People came from all over. We had people here from Arizona, from Florida, from Buffalo, uh, New York. People all over the place. I don't even know everybody that came, but I am thankful to everyone who came to send my parents off. Now, I wanted to talk about family and how to keep family together. And I do know one thing, that this word that people use, it's not for family and friends. It's the B word, that B-I-T-C-H. That word is not for family and friends. My family would never say these words to each other. And if you want your family to stay together, then you need to respect the boundaries of those four-letter words and that word that will call you out of your name and take you to another place. Now, I know people joke around with their friends calling each other this word, but to me, it's disrespectful if it's someone that you love and someone that you call a friend. Because if you're going to call me that word, then to me, you've lost all respect for me. I am not a female dog. And if you love me, you will not call me that. And I know I may appear to be being sensitive, but things get out of hand. You know, it's okay you playing with your friend. Oh, be this, oh, be that. But then 
when you get mad, that word may slip out your mouth and then it might not be so friendly. And then it takes you to another place. I remember when I was in the beginning stages of my marriage, which I just want to say, I've been married 36 years. I thought it was 35, but after I counted it up, it was 36. But that's neither here or there. I just wanted to let that out. And we'll probably speak on that later, either in this podcast or another podcast. So in the beginning stages of my marriage, and we had one of our first arguments, I don't know what went on in my husband's family's household. But I never really seen my parents argue. They never argued in front of us. They always, if they had a disagreement, they would go away, like I said, and go talk in their room or whatever, and then come out. If Maybe they didn't solve the problem. There may be some tension or whatever, but I never heard them argue. And I can't say that about my children because me and my husband have argued out loud. But in the beginning stages of my marriage, I didn't even have any kids. And my husband let that word come out of his mouth in regards to me. I told him right then and there, I draw the line at that. You will not call me out of my name. I don't care how angry we get. That line of respect, I cannot accept. So therefore, if you call me out of my name, then you are telling me that you are done with this relationship and we need to get a divorce because I will not accept being called out of my name. Therefore, like I said, my sisters, my brothers, we don't call each other out our name, not even in plain. That is nothing to play with because my analogy of this is if you are calling me out of my name and you're supposed to be my family or friend, you're talking to me like I'm someone out in the street that you don't even know. So therefore, if you're calling me that and you're my family and friend, what do you call somebody when you get angry? What? will you say there's no difference there's no differential for you calling me that and then you getting angry and calling somebody that in anger no keep it separate I don't want to be called that not even in playing now to keep your family together and I I do know people who play like that with their family And they may get angry and they make up. They make up later. And I know families that can get away with that. But that is not the norm. That is not the norm. And I feel like that you have to try to keep your family together. Family is powerful. Family is love. Family is supposed to be there for you through thick and thin, ride or die. That is what family is supposed to be. And if you want it, then you have to give it. 
You cannot get anything that you don't give. And if you have to be the first to give it, then show people how it should be done. That's what you do. And I do also feel that a parent helps to keep the family together. And so therefore, I remember my two sons. They were living in Seattle, away from my husband and myself. And one day, my son texted me and he was like, I lost my best friend. Me and my brother had a big argument and I feel like I have lost my best friend. I said to him, I don't care what it takes. You both better fix it because that is your brother. That's your best friend. Nobody is going to love you like your family. And if you don't fix it, I don't want to talk to either one of you because love is what I have to give you and what I want you to, to give each other. So therefore, fix it. Whatever needs to happen, fix it. And they did. And they love each other so much. They're different in a lot of ways, but they respect each other's differences. And they love each other for who they are. And that's all anybody ever asks. Love me for who I am, for who I'm growing to be, and who I will be later. But don't hate me in my process. Don't call me out of my name. So what made me want to do this podcast? We had went to a picnic. And when we went to a picnic, it was a family reunion picnic. And I had cousins and friends there. Well, it was a friend of ours and her sister. And she said, oh my God, my sister is here. I'm getting anxiety because my sister is here. You don't know what we've been through. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is your sister. You guys got to fix it. I mean, you have lost your mother. You have lost your father. You have lost one of your sisters. You need to fix this. Time is short. At this time, both of my parents were still living. And I just feel like no matter what You need to try to make your relationships work with your siblings. Of course, sometimes you have somebody that is just being impossible and want things impossible. Well, then you have to wait until they get to a place where they're at the same place you are at where they want a relationship with you and they're going to try hard for a relationship with you. If, if it's, it does take two, if one doesn't want the relationship or not going to try hard for the relationship, then you have to wait. So we're at the picnic. We are gathering together the same age type people. And someone said, oh, I'm going to go get your sister. She's like, oh, my goodness. Is she going to come? We'll see. So then 
They come back with the sister, and the sister says, how are y'all over here without me? And so someone said, well, obviously we went, we sent for you, so you're here. So therefore, there's nothing for you to complain about. So, you know, simmer down. So simmer down, kept talking, kept talking. So I go to the restroom with my friend, and when we come out of the restroom, her sister walks up and she says, can I borrow my sister for a few minutes? And I look at my friend and she nods her head like, yeah, it's okay. So I walk away. And then as I am sitting at the picnic table, I hear voices start to escalate. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I don't want this to happen. So I immediately get up and I go over there and I come between them because this we're supposed to be having fun. Nobody is trying to do this. And so I grab my friend, I separate them. And as I separate them, I hear them calling each other that word, that B-I-T-C-H word. Oh my goodness. That resonated with me, cut me like a knife because I couldn't bear to hear two sisters talking to each other like this. Oh my goodness, there is no way you're going to rectify a relationship and you're using these words to refer to the person that you supposedly love. Oh my goodness. So I did not say anything at that time. At that time, I just was like, oh my goodness, I got to do a podcast about this because this is really bothering me. It's bothering me that one sister can call another sister that and it is okay. Like you're out in the street with someone you didn't even know. Oh my goodness. So, so much was going on. I never got a chance to present this to you guys in a podcast to let you know that this should not happen. This was bothering me. Oh my goodness. But the forces of good came to the hearts of those ladies and the forces of good that was working, intertwining to fix this issue. I never even knew. The issue that had blew up beyond my thought, it was interworking with the forces of good to make things better. So what happened was everything happened with my parents and then it was the funeral. Well, my friend told me after the funeral that after the picnic, she was in turmoil within herself for calling her sister that and for arguing. She felt like that her sister had came to her sincerely to apologize and try to make things right, even though maybe her approach wasn't perfect. But my friend felt bad because she felt that she had did to her sister what another family member of hers had did to her. That when she honestly, purely came 
to them to apologize, they yelled at her and blah, 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 and kind of made her feel horrible for even wanting to apologize. So she thought, my friend thought that, oh my God, I must get to my sister and I must apologize to her because I was the one that was wrong. Oh my God, I feel like that that was a big growth within my friend because she didn't need anyone to come and tell her that she was wrong. She figured it out for herself and she wanted to rectify it. So what she told me was when she got to my parents' funeral, that the first person she seen when she walked in the door was her sister. And she had prepared a gift for her sister to apologize for her sister, to tell her sister that she loved her and that she wanted to be close with her again. These are the relationships that just my parents' show of love helped people find and try to make things right, try to give love to their loved ones. So she came in, she gave her sister a big hug, she told her sister she was sorry, and she gave her this gift that she had prepared for her. Oh my goodness, when she told me this, after the funeral, we were actually at the burial site, and she had to come and tell me because she was just so full and so proud of herself. I never got to tell her that under no circumstances should you be calling your sister out of her name. You should be never, ever talk to your family member as if they are someone out in the streets. I never got to tell her that, but it happened miraculously through her own mind and through the forces of good. So that was the relationship that was healed. And I want everyone to know that the healing started for so many people, but even before the healing, even before anything happened, you never, ever should use those words that you would use out in the street when you're angry for family or friends. Those words are not for your family, not for your friends, not even when you're angry because you still want to have a relationship with these people afterwards. Those names that you call people out in the street, you don't care about what they think. You're not trying to have a relationship with them after the argument, <laughs> even though it's never a great thing to use those words, but a person out in the street might make you want to use those words, <laughs> but never for family or friends, never, because the relationship with your family and your friend, you want to exist past the argument. So you shouldn't say hurtful things because words you can never take back. 
and they resonate. And once you have said the words, you can say you sorry, but I still have that in the back of my mind, in the back of my head that you were able to say these words to me and I will remember that for a long time and it will change the relationship that we have even after we make up. So be careful of the words that you say even when you're in an argument with your family and your friends. Now many, many more relationships were healed after seeing the miracle of my parents. There were brothers and sisters that were together after my parents had passed. There were friends who made up. There were cousins who weren't talking that end up talking. It just was a healing situation. My parents would have been so proud. And there were things that were going on and happening that I don't even know about. But I wanted to do this podcast about how to react with your family and your friends and my take on it because my brothers and sisters, as I said, were amazing. We respected my parents where there could not even be the slightest argument. Nobody said any words out of the way. If someone said something that could have meant that it could have went the wrong way, then it was just left alone because no one wanted to tarnish my parents' name. It even got to the point where we were sitting at the table and we were writing some things down and I said, you know what? I don't care. Nothing is going to mess up. This miracle that we are in, no one is going to argue. No one is going to do anything. And my sister, Ella, she was like, okay, shut up, Norlinda. And of course, she was just playing. And (laughs) I started laughing and I said, okay. My brother, Gabriel, he, he added to it. He says, okay, but. We're going to meet you around the corner from the cemetery because we ain't taking no mess, which we all started laughing (laughs) because (laughs) really it was nothing to argue about. But if you wanted to, we could take you around the corner from the cemetery after we have taken care of all of our business. And we all laughed and it was hilarious at the time. It's the way that we really feel. And even... After the funeral, everything has been going really smoothly. Thank you to the goodness of God, who I know everyone doesn't like when I say that, but it is how I feel. And I love you all. And I just want you all to live the best life that you can live and family is amazing. Family is wonderful. Friends are wonderful. So you don't want to jeopardize what can be wonderful with words. Words are hurtful. That B-I-T-C-H word 
is a horrible word. And as I said, it should never be used for someone that you love. It should never be used for someone that you want to continue a relationship with. It should never come out of a husband's mouth when he is talking about his wife. That can never do anything good for the relationship. It won't do any good for the way a wife feels. And I guess I better say this also. It should never come out of your mouth when you're talking about your husband either. (laughs) That needs to be said because I have heard wives call their husbands that as well. But that word, a female dog, is just what that is. And anytime it is used, it's going to make that other person who is being called that Feel some kind of way. I don't care if it is playing. It just has this feeling that resonates with it. At least it does for me. And if it doesn't for you, I believe that it should. Because that word has a very strong meaning and should not be used lightly. And never Should it be used for anyone that you love? That's just my advice for you guys because my show is called Someone Should Have Told Me and I think I could save you a lot of trouble if you listen to this advice and not call anyone that you love out of your name because it will make the relationship harder for you to make better. Now, I love you all, each and every one of you. I am happy to be back. I am going to get back on my regiment. I thank you guys for bearing with me. I thank you guys for all the love you sent me and blessings that you've sent me for my parents not being here anymore, all the sympathy that has been sent. I thank you all. I love you all, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. You can listen to me at Spotify, at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Google, Listen Now, Reason Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast, I do have my podcast on YouTube. On my YouTube channel. And if you go on my YouTube channel, then you'll see some previous videos that I have done. Uh, Real Sisters Talking and Diabetes Get Away From Me, which I need to get some more videos out. And now I'm going to have a lot more time because unfortunately, my parents being gone, I have all that time because you know. I spent a lot of time taking care of my parents. God rest their souls. Love them so much. And I'll look forward to talking to you later. Thanks again for listening. And have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.